Well, we're here. We're doing podcasts with America, making them great. I don't know where my tech stuff person is. Obviously, we've had a bad run with the uh, the Kushners. We've run through a lot of them. You know, I know there's a lot of them in New York, but we may have gone through every single one of them at this point. They've done a very poor job, so I'm here, but I'm not alone. We're talking to one of my great African-Americans, okay, probably top five. He's a black he tips. His name's Rod. Okay, and uh, he's a good guy. He's in North Carolina, which we love. Very, went for went for Trump. I don't know if you know that, but North Carolina went for Trump. Not since Duke Lacrosse has there been such a Trump momentum in the great state of North Carolina. Dean Smith Cuck. So, Rod Black who tips. I think I've got the name right. Great to have you. Thank you for taking over. Usually you can depend on the Kushners. Turns out when the chips are down, always bet on black. That's what my good friend Wesley Snipes hates taxes. We have that in common. Well, I appreciate you having me here, uh, Mr. President. It has, uh, I know we got a little bit of a late start. I was running on uh, my people time, but I'm glad that you were patient enough to wait for me. Uh, and it's a pleasure to, to be back in your presence again. Oh, we have uh, technical difficulties. Something happened with the technical. There's a freeze. And he's gone Ben Carson on me. He's sort of frozen in time. We've got a Ben Carson situation going on. <laughs> I can still hear you, President. You can't. Can you no longer hear me? We're doing this. Well, now, now I'm hearing you again. But it looked like you went Ben Carson because, you, you know, I was Ben Carson sleeps through everything. That's he's beyond CPT, if I can use that <laughs> phrase. Yeah, he's I mean, on SPT, sleepy person time. He's a pretty, uh, pretty sleepy guy there, man. Um, now there's been a busy week, uh, and I know a lot of the American people are looking forward to seeing what you have to say about the current events. Um, this week, a major event happened overseas. Did Thanos come back already? Is that what you're telling me? We've got Thanos already? I thought that was later in the month. He has not made it back yet. Uh, I know that's your man, and you're rooting for him. Uh, Great leader. Great leadership. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But no, instead it was a a big catastrophe. Uh, Notre Dame, the cathedral of Notre Dame, got uh, burned. It, it, It was a fire and uh i know that your administration is planning on uh trying to help make that right and helping the people in france uh what what, what do you think about that well i think it's terrible that obviously we have to find out if uh you know the islamic terror attack happened there because that's what we're thinking we're thinking there was some issues with you know some very bad people who don't love america and you know, they couldn't get to America, so they said, let's attack our great football team, our great college football team. So they attacked Notre Dame. Now, as far as we know, there has not been any terrorism linked directly to this uh, this, this church burning, right? Well, you know what? When in doubt, just say it's Islamic terror. Mm-hmm. Mm strong words strong words um now are you uh i noticed your, your your white house administration is planning on diverting some funds uh i guess it's the funds that you're not cutting from the special olympics finally uh you're going to send over to notre dame but what about uh places that like you know like puerto rico that still need aid and uh flint Uh-oh. michigan uh puerto rico 
Well, you know, we're trying to help all of our foreign friends, okay? And some some are better friends than others. And, you know, France gave us the Statue of Liberty. You know, Puerto Rico gave us J-Lo. And now, don't get me wrong, I love me some J-Lo, but, you know, the Statue of Liberty could probably beat up J-Lo. She's very tall. She's like Brienne of Darth. <laughs> oh, oh, you got a little bit of Game of Thrones uh, reference. Well, now. we're gonna get to we're gonna get to Game of Thrones very very soon. I think we're gonna have to discuss that show on this. Uh, we love we love the Lannisters, the good people. Now, are you thinking about maybe going to France and throwing out some paper towels uh, to help them out. I was thinking about throwing some baguettes. <laughs> you know, here's a big. I got a big baguette for you, France. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I think I do know what you mean. I take your. Take your meaning. Um, also, speaking of being thrown out. Get you- out of here, Mike Pence. You know, you talk about baguettes and all of a sudden BGMP shows up and wants a piece. Yeah, he can't help himself. Uh- thirsty. I think your people would say he's thirsty. Uh, he's something. He's definitely and Not just something. for that sacramental wine, if you know what I mean. I think he's looking for a little extra. Uh, I think I think uh, Mike Pence is definitely uh, he's definitely a fan of France and uh, yeah he wants the body of Christ and we're not talking about the wafer. <laughs> also, um, the uh, speaking of being thrown out, Julian Assange, uh, your man from WikiLeaks. Uh, I, who's who's that now? Wiki is wit. Now we were discussing this, I think, in another episode. WikiLeaks. That's the uh, housewife of Atlanta. Uh, no, that's Nene Leaks. Uh, WikiLeaks is um, an organization that um, uh, you know uh, hacks different uh, people, puts out uh, information from the United States government uh, to the people. Um, and uh, Julian Assange, who was the former director and founder of them, um, actually uh, was up. In, he was he had asylum in another country for years, and now uh, it looks like they are expediting him uh where he can face charges uh are you uh looking forward to maybe him coming back to the united states and facing some justice well let's put it this way can we go off i don't know if you're familiar if we can go off the podcast record briefly i'll stop the recording you go ahead and uh yeah we're off the record now okay we're off let me tell you if julian assange's plane happens to go down in the atlantic because somebody's thinking about sharing things with special prosecutors or U.S. attorneys. You didn't hear it from me. Mm. Can we go back? Can we go okay. back on the record? Yeah, back on the back on the record. Never heard of WikiLeaks. Never heard of Julian um, Julian uh, Orange, whatever his name is. You know, sounds like a real a real loser. We don't know him, but if he if he did things bad against our great America then he should pay the price and face justice. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, that's a strong stance that you're taking there, and I'm glad to hear that uh, you're for the people and uh, transparency and for justice in in this case. Uh, well, the only time I don't like transparency is when they try to be in our military. Then I say no transparency. Oh, yeah, I that that is what I heard. I heard you and Mike Pence agree on that. Well, you know, it's, you, you got to have a tough fighting force, and all of a sudden you want to put transparency you know, and then people are like, Mom, Dad, get out of here, mm-hmm. you know, because you're parents and you're embarrassing me and you're also 
you know, kind of a trans thing. So, you know, you understand, I, I'm sure. We, uh, I've heard. North Carolina, very big. Very big. With, big. with being tough on transparent people. Very tough in the bathroom area of trans uh, law here in North Carolina. Um, also, Transformers, though, very tough. <laughs> Transformers are. I, so if Transformers want to join our military, they could join the Space Force, if we're being totally honest. So they could be leaders there so we're not against all trans but if you're transparent we don't have a place for you i enjoy your starbucks bathroom with howard schultz very tough very tough but fair um uh now we also speaking of tough but fair this week you kind of got yourself in uh well i can't really say hot water i feel like the water's always boiling around you but um you dipped your toes back into uh a little bit of what people are saying is islamophobia because uh you tweeted out a video of ilhan omar and 9-11 omar coming is what i wanted to do i wanted to post omar coming and show everybody running from the streets when omar's coming down the street right yeah like the wire uh character who um the, the wire the tv show uh omar from the wire okay anyway uh ilhan um came under under threat after this like she was accused of uh i mean she was sent death threats uh she they uh nancy pelosi had to get the capitol police to look into how to get security for this woman do you feel or as i as i call her nancy oh okay no pelosi on there no i understood um that's my nickname i got i call her nancy short for nancy pelosi <laughs> no uh i'm gonna say president not one of your best nicknames i like crazy bernie um big gay mike pitts uh crazy big- bernie he blew up in season six of game of thrones <laughs> he did at the sept um now uh ilhan omar though do you feel some level of responsibility for the fact that people are attacking this woman after you tweeted that zero Response? No, no response. Why would I feel responsible? She's walking around with a terror scarf, so she's already trying to be very intimidating. But I'm not intimidated, okay? I'm the captain now, okay? Somalian pirate, okay? This is Captain Trump. Understood. Okay, I am the captain now. You're not the captain. You are no captain. You wear terror scarves. Probably, you know, to be fair, to keep warm in Minnesota where, you know, all the Jeb is, you know, Captain Phillips and snow, basically. Mm -hmm. You see Klobuchar, you see Mary Lou Retton Klobuchar. When she made her announcement, she was covered in snow. Right. I don't apologize. She thinks she's very tough. She's trying to intimidate our great Americans. I'm not going to have it. I regret nothing. I'm sure she can take care of herself. With wow. all her jungle gym training. I've seen her videos on the monkey bars, so I know she can she can train and she's tough. Are these the same is this the same place you saw the videos of thousands of Muslims celebrating during nine eleven? Jersey City. They were having they were having a giant party as the towers fell. I saw it and the writer, by the way, of Green Book seconded that. He did. That's true. He saw it as well. And they won Best Picture. Okay, so the american people have spoken that you know what the truth is subjective and uh the people have po- chosen um <clears throat> also one of your friends had a big week this week 
One of your golfing buddies. I have buddies. friends. Who are my friends? Uh, one, one of your favorite blacks, uh, Tiger Woods. Oh, my N-word. Yeah. He's not tough. You know, I don't say that around Kanye, but Tiger's not really going to do anything to me if I call him, like, my N-word. Mm. You know, with Kanye, I say my African-American, but Tiger's not as tough as Kanye. Well, he did let Fuzzy say he was uh, eating chicken and fried chicken and greens uh, out there on the golf course, so uh, he didn't seem to have too big of a problem with that, so he probably does let you get away with a lot. He's a good guy. Uh, he Now, he won the Masters. I don't know how you feel about black people winning the Masters, but he won the Masters tournament um, this Sunday, came in first uh, after like six years of just struggling and being almost uh, out of the game. Like, uh, did you uh, call him and congratulate him at all? Not only did I congratulate the great Tiger Woods, I'm giving him a Presidential Medal of Freedom. Wow. Now, do you think – what do you think the Presidential Medal of Freedom means for a guy like Tiger Woods? It means that since whites gave you your freedom, you got to be grateful and golf with me. And if you do, you get a medal signifying that you're grateful for your white man-given freedom. Right. Okay. Well, hey. So, and no, I don't like that he – you know, to me, the Asian half won the Masters. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. Model, model, minority. Look it up. That's the term. Very, very studious people, the uh, Asian community. Um, Study those angles. So why do you think Tiger Woods doesn't talk like with an Asian accent? Well, you know, we he he suppresses it Mm. because we have so much tension with Asia right now. But in private, I've heard Tiger. He really lets loose. Oh, you I, know, I can imagine his half Asian side comes out and it's, you know, I won the golf tournament, Masters mine. Oh, my. Uh, Preston, is, is that not uh, do people not tell you that that's a bit of an offensive uh, interpretation of uh, Asian? Can I, can I ask you a question? Sure. Have you hung out with Tiger Woods? I have not. Excuse me. Have you hung out with Tiger Woods? I can't say that I have, sir. Well, guess who has? You. Very good. And I've heard him speak. And he puts on this very, you know, I'm a humble kind of Carlton Banks type thing when he's out on the golf course. But he lets his yellow flag, his yellow freak flag fly (laughs) when he's private with me. Okay, crazy rich Asian is what happens when he's alone. And he's going, Did you see I had the sex with the witch from Perkins Diner? <laughs> he's very excited. It really comes out. You know, like a Boston guy, when they get drunk, all of a sudden they start talking like they're from Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. That's just Tiger. When he wins a golf tournament, he, he gets extra Asian. Now, were you more disappointed in him for losing all those tournaments or for his selection of women that uh, he was uh, parading around? Well, yeah, no, you ask a great question. And uh, I think it's the fact that he was with all these mediocre women. Like he was with the skier woman who was a very nice blonde. Mm -hmm. And he was with the, the blonde nanny. That was his wife. She was also very nice. But in between... It was like he had two delicious pieces of white bread with like 
I think your people talk about potato salad with raisins. Yes, we do. It was like a six-year sandwich of like raisin-filled potato salad inside the delicious golden brown Wonder Bread. Mm. Yeah, I can see so, that. I'm hoping that he's back to, you know, eating some nice white bread, uh, you know, and we can, you know, then then I can invite him. You know, hopefully when he comes to the White House for his um, Emancipation Medal of Freedom, <laughs> he can uh, he can be, you know, have a nice looking woman with him. Yeah, I, I mean, look, he's come a long way. I feel like he's all the way back. A lot of people doubted him, counted him out. Um, and now that uh, I mean, because he kind of went bill clinton with his selection of mistresses right it was not uh the the highest quality of mistress and uh now that he's let me put it to you this way they a lot of them were two under par (laughs) yeah yeah yep he had a lot of uh a lot of bogeys out there um so uh you also have a thing that uh the fans have challenged you to do and they've selected a candidate um for you to roast uh, of all the Democratic candidates that are running this year, um, and this- that's right. He, the, the, this week's winner edged out Crazy Bernie. The top two were crazy. Some people wanted a roast of Crazy Bernie, but it was actually Corothy Booker who came out on top. <laughs> Some people call him Corny Booker. I call him Corothy Booker. <laughs> Corothy Booker. <laughs> okay. Now I'm supposed to give you 60 seconds to go in and roast him. And then I'm going to stop you when uh, we get to 60 seconds. So um, you let me know when you want to start, and then I'll I'll start the clock. Ready? Let's do it. Boom. Corothy Booker, you're from Newark. You act like you're a big, tough guy, but you're a big, corny, just just talking about community and compassion and love, and nobody loves you. Even Rosario Dawson, I don't think, loves you. You know, I've said it before on this podcast, but she went from Luke Cage to Luke Closet. Okay. You are, you went to Stanford. That's great. You play, you barely played football. So you're like kind of an athlete. You you tackle like criminals in Newark. You're probably one of the criminals in Newark. I think the real story here is you're an out of control black who's tackling people in Newark. Maybe once you got out of Newark, the crime problem went away. They're like, great. Crazy Corothy is gone. Now the crime is going away now that he's in Washington, D.C., bringing his light skin menace to the nation's capital. You're not going to win. You're a loser. Bye, Corny. Bye, bye. You're done. Okay, that was a hot bars of one minute of hot fire from the president of the United States to Corny Booker, uh, who, who apparently – uh also proposed a commission to study reparations uh the in the united states this week so um if he's the next president maybe we'll get some reparations for for my people well guess what (laughs) no reparations no russia no reparations okay no collusion no reparations is that gonna be your slogan for 2020 2020 lgbtq pence no reparations, no collusion, no incest laws. Where's Ivanka? Now, um, also very simple plan. Also, this weekend. Oh, you're breaking oh, up. Oh, I'm sorry. Can now I now I hear you. Okay, sorry. Technical difficulty. We don't have a tech stuff guy, guys. It's a little bit a uh, little bit rudimentary here today. Now, 
also this week. Well, if Tiger Woods was here, I got to tell you, if Tiger Woods was here and he could bring some of his know-how, you know, you have to connect the USB hole in one. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, he, as you said, uh, you hang around him, you know what he sounds like, and I don't. So if that's what he sounds like, I guess that's what he would say. Let me tell you, when I close my eyes, I think that Tiger Woods is in the room with me. Wow. Uh, okay, I could, I could see that. Um, now also we have uh, big, big news this week. Big event. Game of Thrones final season has started and episode one premiered sunday are you a game of thrones fan and uh what do you think of this season so far i love game of thrones i think it's one of our great shows not a lot of diversity so we love that it's very loose in terms of inter-family romance so we love that we think that's sending a positive message a lot of violence the Lannisters are great. They're a rich, powerful, tough family. So we love that. There's there's so many good things. There's so many good things about this show. It was the only non-Netflix show that I binged during the government shutdown. So I was wow. very impressed with it. Um, I think it comes on HBO, but... Uh, no, that's what I was saying. That's the only non-Netflix. Oh, I was, okay. I, I went through all of Netflix while the government was shut down, but then I said, what else can I watch? And... Ivanka said she really liked Game of Thrones, and I said, "Well, come sit on Daddy's lap and let's wa- let's watch these uh, Lannisters in episode one." And I'm I was a- hooked. I'm assuming you don't watch uh, anything from Amazon Prime after uh, you know J- you and Jeff Bezos. Y'all don't get along. Jeff Bezos lost like thirty billion dollars in a divorce. Okay, I don't even pay attention to people whose pimp hands are that weak. <laughs> He should he should probably read the art of the deal. Yeah, and say, you know maybe his wife maybe Mackenzie Bezos read it and she took him for a lot more than she was worth. I can tell you that. Yeah, I hear you, man. Um, well, we also have a, a game that we play on my podcast called. Oh wait, actually no. Before we move on, I do have one more question for Game of Thrones. Who, yeah, I wanted to talk Game of Thrones. We're, we're moving on so quickly. Yeah, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, who do you want to see win? The, who want, you want to see on the throne at the end of the uh, Game of Thrones series? I think if Cersei Lannister is on the throne, it sends a powerful message that you can have sex with one of your closest relatives. And it's okay, and you'll be rewarded with great power, great responsibility, great riches, and a throne. That's so true. if anybody out there, if there are any women who may or may not be closely related to me, who think that maybe it's not a good idea to get to know Daddy a little bit better, I can tell you this, Ivanka, just coming up, you know, random name, just right. to personalize Any, it. Just, right. uh, it's okay. Embrace your inner Cersei. Um, you know, she kind of looks like, uh, to me, she reminds me of Betsy DeVos a bit. Um, very cold-blooded. And oh, I thought, oh, well, you know, Betsy DeVos, I, you know, she reminds me of, I think I've said before, she looks like one of those older, older blonde women in like the granny porn. Mm, yeah, she looks like she's had a, a frisky stepson or two, you know? Yeah, no, she she's disappointed with her husband, 
but her 29-year-old, 17-year-old lacrosse-playing stepson can really get the job done. Yep. And occasionally she looks like she might have been in a couple of videos with, you know, one or two basketball teams, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. We're not talking BYU or the Utah Jazz. We're talking, you know. She might have a uh, she might have an account on black dot com. I could see that in uh, she might have that background. Um, is there a character you want to see die in Game of Thrones this season? Um, I would say I think one guy that should definitely die is the little man, the little guy, Tyrion. Yeah, he's he's got to go. What? He brought great shame to his great Lannister family. Yeah. You know, he's always interfering. It's like Cersei and Jaime want to, like, be close, and here comes, like, this other kid, you know, bumbling in like he's Don Jr., ruining everything. That's true. He also uh, killed his father for sleeping with a whore that was his. Like, I can see how that would bother you exactly it's like fair game if your dad wants it like if i want to have sex with kim guilfoyle i'm gonna have sex with kim guilfoyle okay and no greasy haired chinless bitch trying to be american psycho is gonna get in my way uh, hypothetically hypothetically right, hypothetically right, right not right um and how do you feel about the night king i know you're a big thanos fan but are you a fan of the night king coming from the north and uh trying to kill everyone you know, I think the Night King, if I'm being totally honest, is like Justin Trudeau. You know, the Canada, it's like Canada coming down here thinking they're going to make, you know, they're going to spread their health care. You know, they're coming down here with their socialized medicine and we got to beat them. That's where I agree with Jon Snow and the dragon whore is <laughs> that we got to beat Canada and then let the Lannisters just be the Lannisters. Okay, yeah, I, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, I feel like the Night King represents global warming, but I know you don't think that's real, so we probably can't relate on that. So you're telling me that they're, they're the Chinese, they're the Chinese, <laughs> not the Canadians. I, uh, you know what? I'm gonna opt out of. We come from the north, and we will take Westeros, <sighs> and we steal your bootleg dragon. See, it, isn't that just like? China, they got a bootleg dragon. Yeah, that's uh, that is what I hear. America, America made these great dragons, and then China shows up and goes, "Come to life as refurbished knockoff dragon." Uh, that's uh, that's how you hear them. So if they um, if they were tough on trade, they wouldn't let the Night King get a fake dragon. That's a great point. Um, I did have um. A couple more questions also politically real quick um you promoted the adorable herman kane uh to an office last week for fed uh for the federal board uh for federal board um what was it about herman kane that made you go i gotta get this guy on the federal reserve board you know sometimes like i said earlier in the podcast wesley snipes who i want to appoint to the irs he's one of the great blacks (laughs) And great on, great on taxes. We, I thought I was on a roll. You know, I had Tiger Woods doing well. I had Wesley Snipes giving me great tax advice. So I said, let's keep betting on black. And I said, who's a black 
that won't make me too sad. And they said, Herman Cain, good Republican, sexually harasses women, so we love that. Yep. You know, no PC, definitely not PC. It's HC, not PC. And <laughs> H- HNIC now. Can I say that? You you can't say that, no. Well, okay, so the, the PC black guy who tips apparently. <laughs> Kanye, if Kanye were guest hosting, he would say, have at it. I'm sure him, well, and, him and Tiger Woods probably would have no problem with that. Well, I will say Herman Cain is a great businessman, a great financial mind. 999, not everybody can come up with that. That's true. That's true. Who, you know, not a lot of people. He got not, you know, that's like in a casino. If you get three nines in a row, you get a jackpot. So that's the kind of mentality I want on the Federal Reserve. But I don't think we're going to do it because there's a lot of, a lot of Dems and even some weak Republicans are saying Herman Cain, you know, like remember the program? You remember the movie, mm-hmm. the program? I remember that movie. They had a Sports Illustrated title. Cain is able. And I thought that was good. So I said, well, I'll go find Herman Cain if he's able. <laughs> and turns out he's maybe not so able. A lot of people uh, not, not really into him uh, having a position of power like that. Um, well, they're racist and the Democrats are the real racists. And I try to have great blacks like Candace Owens, Herman Cain, Tiger Woods, Ben Sleepy Carson. And then all of a sudden the Democrats get very upset and become very racist. Isn't isn't that identity politics, though, that you're picking out black people to use against everyone else? I don't see people. Oh, that's true. Okay. Uh, Candace Owens did testify before uh, Congress and talk about white nationalism. Were you proud of uh, the things that she said of, of, uh, about white nationalism in America? So proud. So many facts. They were not prepared for her to drop so much knowledge. Uh, unbelievably great job by Candace Owens. She is the new Omarosa. Wow. That is high praise coming from you. I know Omarosa used to be your fave. And uh, Candace Owens also said that um, – white nationalism was not a problem it was not spreading hate crimes are not increasing and the southern strategy is fake news well that's i mean all i'm hearing is hashtag facts yeah i did not think you would disagree with that at all so i'm not not since jesse owens confronted hitler have i been so proud of an owens an american owens stepping up to confront racists wow i mean that you know what i'm happy to hear to get you on the record saying those type of things um it's always good to get you out there um and the the last like political story i'll have um uh michelle bachman called oh boy yeah she called you godly today and said we'll never see a more biblical president uh how do you feel about her support I think Michelle Bachman at some point took a turn in the road. I think she could have been a pretty hot chick, if we're being totally honest. Of course. She's got a little bit of the crazy eyes, which can be hot when applied correctly. Mm-hmm. And she's probably a frustrated, like, Minnesota housewife. So that can be hot. Mm-hmm. But then she, she got on the Pence train, you know, to some cuckoo kachoo church. And she is, I mean, her, her husband is a Pence, by the way. I don't know if you've ever seen her husband. He is an LGBTQ Pence. Like, those guys walk around in glass closets, if you know what I mean. Uh, and I, so 
I think what happened is we love we love the Bible, we love church, we love our good good Christian Americans, but I think some of these people, like a Pence, like a Bachman, they they get a little too into it, mm-hmm. and it turns them into nuts. But I'll you know I love the praise. I think God chose me as well. Okay, step over Nas. I'm God's son. And uh, I, I did some research. I Wikipedia'd some black rappers. So I hope uh, no, I hope it, you and your you and your audience appreciate that. No, totally fine. I, I appreciate you. I, I actually looked up more presidential white men this week, uh, like George Washington, who I, I heard you visited uh, Mount Vernon this week, um, and uh, had a lot of comments about uh, why didn't he name uh, Mount Vernon after himself. Uh, if he was Mount like Vernon, I think that's what Betsy DeVos did in those YouPorn videos. <laughs> I think she mounted Vernon, for being totally honest. Might have mount, mounted a couple of Vernons uh, back in the day. Um, what'd you? So uh, did you really not know that Washington, D.C. was named after George Washington uh, himself? Who? George Washington, the, the president, uh, the real estate mogul. Uh, you visited Mount Vernon. That's uh, that's his. Uh, he should have named it Washington. He, he should have named Mount Vernon Washington. As, Exa- because then everybody remembers it. Uh, but then he named Washington D.C. Washington, and then everybody remembers. Remember? Okay. Um, well, we're gonna look into that because I'm thinking Trump D.C. might sound a lot better. Where I, I also heard the now they don't officially put out the information for visits to Mount Vernon and what happens, but through some unofficial channels, I've heard that you were not very impressed uh, with Mount Vernon. I, I heard that you thought the floorboards were uneven; it was a little too cramped, a little too tight uh, in that mansion. Was, was did it not compare to your Golden Trump uh, palaces? I don't want to speak ill of George Washington, okay? He did some good things. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was a, a, a great general. Yeah. He was a very nice uh, boss among his workers. Oh, tremendous slave owner. One of the best. You know, I think maybe, you know, so, you know, freed them, by the way. Nobody ever says thank you. Nobody ever said thank you. He freed them when he died. That's true. How about I, I instead of he, reparations, before we get reparations, what if all black people wrote a thank you letter to George Washington saying, you didn't have to free us, but you did? I think he freed them when his wife died, but sure. I mean, you know what? I could use some work on my penmanship. So uh, just whatever that, I guess I'll send it to Washington, D.C., and he can read it in the grave or in hell or wherever he's at now. Well, you know what? I think all I'm saying is before we get to reparations, Mm. maybe we should have a a thankfulness movement. In fact, I'm going to introduce into Congress, we're going to bring up the thankfulness bill, and we will require all descendants of slaves to thank George Washington for his great leadership and his gift of freedom. Mm. Good guy. Yeah, very, very tremendous guy. But very, um, very bad at branding, though. If we're being honest, he did a lot of good things, but very bad at branding. I would have named Mount Vernon Trumpland, mm-hmm. and then everybody would remember it. Instead of now, where people are like, "Who's Mount Vernon?" 
you know that is very classy of you i I don't think enough people give you credit for your the class that you uh, operate with well hopefully the blacks who signed the washington letter also like add a ps thank you donald trump yeah i look there's a lot of uh why george washington definitely left a legacy among the blacks because there's a lot of black washingtons uh so uh not sure we're gonna start with a thank you from denzel washington because if i know anything once he thanks george washington the black women will follow that's true and maybe instead of calling it the thankfulness bill because it doesn't rhyme with reparations what about an appreciations bill they then everyone has to write their appreciations bill we're gonna do it we're gonna get it done mitch mcconnell in my office monday morning to discuss the appreciations bill you also have a new lawsuit against you i don't know if you've you've heard this but uh warner brothers filed a copyright claim against your campaign because you shared a campaign video for your 2020 uh campaign which i don't know how that started already but um, great campaign great campaign but you are being sued for using the music to the masterpiece of filmmaking by uh uh by nolan and of course christian bell uh the dark knight you were they want you to take your the music off of there obviously they haven't heard about the appreciations bill so instead of suing be thankful that the president you know not a lot of people even have heard of the dark knight it's like why don't you call it bat it's a once again branding your movie's about batman why isn't it called batman Mm, you call it the dark knight i don't know what is this about is this another betsy devos you porn (laughs) film the dark knight so you're telling me it's about you know better branding no lawsuit we're never going to settle this because i'm doing them a favor nobody's ever heard of their movie right so i'm only i'm giving it great publicity wow uh well you know i'm just glad you didn't use the black panther music uh in your ad so I'll, i'll take i'll take it but uh guess they'll see you in court all right now to wrap this up there's a game that we play on my podcast the blackout tips it's a segment called guess the race uh i thought i would black wow okay well you don't get any extra points for being first but i thought that uh what we do is we read an article that is normally of a crime and then we have you uh well i mean okay can i go back and give me we're doing a crime story it is a crime i stand I stand by my first guess. I'll listen to the story, but I'm going to go with black. Okay. Uh, for the rest of the audience, if you want to play at home, I will read the article. You guess the race of the culprit of the crime in this article. And uh, if you win, then uh, you win the game. And if uh, if you get it right, and if you get it wrong, then hey, congratulations. You're not a racist. Um, this happened in South Lake, Lake, Texas. A Jamba Juice general manager was arrested in North Texas for making up a robbery story. So the crime didn't actually happen. So this sounds like a Jesse Smollett, except we're also in Texas, which is great Trump country, and we're in a Jamba Juice, so which means it might be a white woman. So I'm, I'm all over the board right now. We, we have a white woman named Jesse Smollett in Texas so far. A Jamba Juice general manager in South Lake has been arrested and charged with making a false police report and drug possession. South Lake police said on Friday, February 22nd, shortly after noon, the department received a 911 call from GM Amanda Topolinski at the Jamba Juice on 222 State Street. 
uh she said the store had been robbed at gunpoint within one minute of the call being dispatched south lake police officers arrived because police officers are never far from the jamba juice and they talked to Topolinsky, who told them a white or hispanic man wearing a blue jacket jeans a blue hat and sunglasses came in with a gun and demanded money from the safe uh officers checked the area they were unable to locate the described suspect detectives set up a crime scene and began checking video footage of town square they determined that no one matching the description that she had given had been in jamba juice in the last few hours after investigating a little more they found some important missing details in her story she ultimately admitted that she made up the robbery as she had been allegedly stealing money from the safe during the last three months officers also found heroin in her purse guess the race of amanda topolinsky no collusion well you've given me a this is a great story well well done picking this story thank you so i hear i hear the name and i think busty Pollock. <laughs> okay which would be white but then you tell me she's saying that the fake perpetrator was white or Latino. Mm-hmm. Now, if I know anything, that means she could be a white person, she could be a black person, or she could be Cuban because Cubans love voting Republican and turning their backs on their fellow Latinos. Oh wow, shade. Okay, so, so we've no, no, no. That's not that's appreciation. Oh, part right, of a, okay. Yes. Part of the appreciations bill is a thank you to Cubans <laughs> for acting like they're better than other latino people because we wrote a law that said you know put your pubic hair on a beach in america and you're an american and you never have to go back to fidel or you know any other castro oil product the so we've got a lot of choices she Mm -hmm. could be black she could be white or she could be a self-hating latino Mm -hmm. but she works in a jamba juice that makes me think white and the name sounds white okay the correct but okay but okay but final answer she's a black she's copying the Jussie smollett thing and she's doing crime <laughs> okay lock her up so we're going with black the final answer uh for those of you who are are playing at home um the correct answer is and i'm sorry to inform you this president but uh she was a white woman this is fake news well that I, I out of respect for the office i will not play the booze for you uh that we normally have the studio audience boo the person but i, I don't know if i don't want you to like nuke somebody or something because your ego's upset so i'm just gonna choose to say uh thank you for playing and uh thank you for letting me come in and guest co-host uh while jay was out this was fantastic who's jay uh the, the tech stuff guy i think he's one of the uh the kushners as you say well, I, I don't know. Last week, it was some guy named Phil. So we'll see. Maybe there'll be a J at some point who shows up. But uh, please, the the mic is all yours. Please let let the people know what you want to plug. You you did a great job. Uh, second time. Thank so you. So you're now, you know, you're you're in that Candace Owens pantheon of great blacks in my in my book. I believe I am the only person that has hosted this podcast two times. So uh first of all thank you for having me mr president you can find me the black guy who tips.com is my podcast i co- co-host it with my wife five days a week and we talk about all kinds of things and i hope you guys that listen to this come over and, and check us out
Fantastic. Thank you, Rod, for, for guest hosting. This is J.L. Covan, voice of Donald Trump. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody, uh, regular listeners, and of course, all the, all the, the new people that, that presumably Rod always brings in when he, he brings the, the, uh, what is it instead of the beehive? Uh, what, what do you guys have? The tip hive? I'm going to say the tippers. Let's call them the tippers. <laughs> the tippers. <laughs> oh, well, can I say tipper? You know, do I, can I say tippers? Uh, no. Uh, let's get that ER. Let's get that ER on there. <laughs> uh well thank you thank you tippers uh as always i hope you enjoyed the show and that you subscribe and i will say this to new and old listeners two two things next week our next episode is going to be out thursday instead of like tuesday night wednesday because we have a mega super guest uh coming on the show he's I don't even want to say, but I'm not – this isn't a tease like it's somebody who's kind of okay and I'm trying to make it – this is somebody who it has taken us like four months to book on the show. Um, it's huge, so please spread the word. And also, next week's my birthday, so if you want to buy uh, an album or two of mine to donate to – treat it like it's a donation to the show, but it's really just a donation to me. But go check out my albums, uh, all available through links at jlcomedy.com at the store page. That's it. That's the one shameless plug I'll do with my birthday coming up. So once again, thank you, Rod. Thank you. Uh, Jay will be back next week with our huge, super special guest. You will not be disappointed. It'll just be up about a day and a half later next week because of this person's schedule. So thank you, and God help us all. <laughs>